0: And wakes up. Steph, Abby,
1: and Matt on B105. Hi, everyone. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Uh, we speak to a celebrity who may have been paid to attend Jeffrey Edelston's wedding. Yes. Very interesting. Well,
2: he did do that, but maybe oh, for sorry, the funeral. Uh, funeral. Funeral. funeral.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm. He did go to the, the wedding, and there's a chance that... And I just love that Jeffrey has even just to organise this before he died to have celebrities at his mm. funeral, mm. Mm.
3: and we talked to people who had died. That was really that interesting. was really interesting. Mm. Yeah, bit of death on the show today, mm. but hey, that's but life. happy
2: death. I mean, no, not not for je- not the first one, but for the <laughs> come back to life was mm. a happy thing. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Like they they really do have like a second chance, which I think is beautiful. Um,
1: so that's all in there. Uh, plus uh. Yeah. What are we doing? Um, no, that's probably about it really, isn't it? <laughs> Thinking out no, loud. I was going right I no, I like to talk, talk about Live For Free, but I don't know if they put it in. I don't know what they put in the podcast okay. all the
3: time now. And we did, we did uh, talk to Scotty Too Hotty as well called Trady yeah. Chat Tuesday. So Yeah, a, a
2: ghost
4: fun. poo. i never heard of that, if mm. I'm being completely honest with yes. you. Yes.
3: Learn what a ghost poo is, everyone.
4: Uh, let's know. get into it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh,
0: G'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday.
3: Well, he's good with his hands and likes heavy metal bands. He turns them out loud and sings badly to drown out the sound of Abby. It's time to go to <laughs> Abby's house. It's Scotty Too Hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday.
0: Hi, hey, morning guys. How are we? Good, mate. So, why is Why? Here's a feel for you, Matty. Oh, why? Oh, you grass, mate.
1: Oh, the big bear. Uh, I I've, I've forgot. Yeah, see, that's like you've just picked yeah, the scab I there. I forgot that it was yeah. there.
0: Uh. Yeah, right. hey, Don't go out and look off your back deck then. No. Eh? So there's, yeah, you, you might see it.
1: There's a uh, New South Wales big emblem um, that's been spray painted on my backyard. And your son has told me how much he loves it, by the way, Scotty. So sort him out. He's not allowed to go for New
0: South Wales. <laughs> No, no, he's just the shite stirrer, mate. That's what we call it. Yeah, you he's can't. The
2: Scotty and uh, him fight all the time, so you can't ask Scotty to sort him out. Oh, right. Yeah, they clash all the time. Right. right. He's too good at words talking about Finn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Damn, his vocabulary. Yes. Uh, buddy, every week you come to the show with the uh, greatest topic of the week. What have you got for us today?
0: I do, I do, actually, I do. So, um, you gonna know, talk about simple pleasures, people. Mm. Simple pleasures. <laughs> mm. So, well, you know, my ear surgery, had been about six weeks. My lovely wife's been washing my hair in the sink, but I finally got to stick my head under the shower, have the water running down over your face, and I washed my hair, and I came out feeling like Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> Just simple, please. Yeah. Yeah,
2: he, was, was he was so excited because literally he's had to lie on the kitchen bench and I've had to wash his hair, Yeah, right? Right. which is a weird thing to ask because um, I was like, I want it washed so that you can go out. And he's like, can I just use your dry shampoo? that's so nah, it's because it you times. don't want
0: to lie next to my stinky head. It does. It seems enough. like
2: an old man. You know how old men always have that like um, like sawdust Mm -hmm. and they've been out in the shed for too long? So Mm. I was like, it smells like an old man, so I need to wash your hair. But he came out so excited and he just didn't get the reaction he wanted from the family because he's like, I washed my hair. And we're
0: like, that's good. No, it was more the water trickling over my face. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I get get it. Did you blow dry it, Scotty? Oh, I could have, but no. You should have. He's never blow dried his hair
2: in his life. He would have never done
0: that. You, got, you know, i got another simple pleasure for you, mm-hmm. right? You ever heard of a ghost poo? Uh,
3: yes. No. Yeah, yeah of course.
0: What's, Come a, on, what's, a, what's a ghost poo? I'll really... paint the picture for you, right? Okay. So, um, <laughs> yep. you know, like, if it's like the Amazon down there for me. So if you do number two, yeah. <laughs> go to do the wipe, and people, you always <laughs> look at the paper because you don't know whether or not, you know, you've cleaned mm. properly or not, but mm. then there's nothing on there. mm and it's like, what's
1: happened? It's kind
0: ghost ghosty. And then you true. look
1: down, and it's actually yeah. not in the bowl either. <laughs> You're like, what happened? <laughs> what
2: happened? Are you guys? It's is that really, so exciting huh? for you? Hey, yeah, it's another simple, simple
1: pleasure, yeah, people. It's <laughs> a simple pleasure. <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, it's just. Yeah? It doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> oh my no,
3: god. <laughs> <laughs> So the hair
0: washing. (laughs) (laughs) What about the most? She knows Nat, producer, lovely Nat knew what I was on about. Did she? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, No, don't have to throw her into it. She was just agreeing because she's nice. Yeah, I just want to cause any conflict. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: This is the thing with a simple pleasure, though. Scotty is not just because it's a simple pleasure to you doesn't mean it's a simple pleasure to everyone. That's what's so wonderful about them.
5: Mm. Yeah, but you should see
1: Manny nodding with ghost poo. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, But that's fine. That's my simple pleasure. You can't judge me for mine
2: because you two are the same person. (laughs) You know,
1: you are so
3: easily pleased. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's the worst horror movie I've ever heard of. <laughs> don't right. go in there. House is a festival <laughs> with ghost <laughs> poo. terrifying. Oh, Who are going to call? Oh. I actually don't know. Uh.
1: <laughs> See, a simple pleasure for me, Scotty, as well, yep. is when you fill up your fuel tank, mm-hmm. but if you get it to, like, um, say you fill up, like, $10.02, and you know you've got $10 on you, and you pay for uh. your fuel with cash... And you think you've got two cents worth of free fuel? That to me, <laughs> yeah. that brings me so much pleasure. I mean, I've got to do it a lot to make any money out of it. Yeah, yeah. but That's God, true. it feels good.
0: Well, mate, another thing as well is, is I lift the hose up at the end of the um, at the end of the fill up. So you lift the hose up because you know it does the loop down the bottom, mate. Here's another simple pleasure. You get another little, little, little mate, let's say two hundred. Two hundred milliliters, I reckon. Mm. Oh, he picks up the hose and Drew
2: pulls it in. That is genius! Oh my
1: god!
0: Yeah, mate, oh it is, nice. isn't it? See, that yeah.
1: is the back. So the back end of the hose, you've still got the nozzle in your car, <laughs> and then every that yeah. is, mate. I just paid
0: you your two cents times ten, I reckon.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because then what you've got to think, here's here's another. I'll add to that one. Here he
3: comes. Come on, Stan. Because you've got to think, no one ever does that. So you get the last bit of the person's before, and then you get the end of yours.
0: Yes, that's it. You get
3: 400 mils. Yeah. Simple pleasures, buddy. Simple yeah. pleasures, yeah. and then you I... don't even have to wipe. <laughs> <laughs> First calls isn't far away. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, do you
2: not have a simple yeah. pleasure, Apex? Nothing... I'm really struggling to think. Um, I. How are you going? Just when I sleep through the night, but I can't remember that. That's don't simple. look so disappointed, in me. I'll I'm disappointed oh, at oh, all. Geez. Simple pleasures.
3: You just said, um, two nights ends.
5: away.
2: Split ends? Yeah, yeah, like but that wasn't a simple pleasure. That cost a lot.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, first calls on the way, guys. Simple pleasures if you've got one. We'd love to hear them this morning. 13, 10, 60. As always, an absolute pleasure. Scotty? No worries,
0: guys. You have a wonderful day. You, Think t- about it. you too, mate. <laughs>
4: love you, Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Love
6: and marriage. Love and marriage.
2: Okay, I love marrying people so much as a celebrant, Mm. but if I'm being honest, you need to be realistic about the divorce rates here in Australia, and they're not really going down dramatically, which means a lot of people are, like, marrying there forever, and then it's not really working out Mm. that way. And I feel like a lot of people are stuck in a marriage that they don't truly love them, but they don't want to get out either,
5: Mm.
2: whether it is the kids involved, yeah. which I completely understand, or finance, And they're like, I just feel like it's easier to stay. And I always feel like my heart breaks. And I'm like, imagine if you could be happy with someone else. Mm. I always think
1: when people say that they, you know, I'm just staying together for the kids, I always think, but you obviously loved that person so deeply at one point, mm. rather than just surviving until they turn 18 and then shocking them all by leaving. Like there, there is time there to maybe work on it and see if you can come back together. It's, you,
2: yeah, and it's always hard. Like I know I, even myself or friends as well, it's hard. Like you might start counselling and then it's trying to organise the kids mm. or the costs or just getting around to it. And then one person just says, no, I can't do it anymore. So there's a lot of people that don't um, have the, the, I guess, the luxury of even going to counselling. Mm, yeah. I always say um, with the couples, I'm like, presents are great. Do it on your anniversary. But what I always say is an opportunity is to read the vows that you said to each other on your wedding day or rewrite them. Mm. And it's interesting, the promises that you made, they might be quite different now, or you might go, oh, my God, I did promise that and I haven't been doing Mm. it.
1: One thing that stuck with me, our minister said at our wedding when we are both standing there, and he said, the thing you'll notice throughout life is when you're married, you will be kinder to absolute strangers Mm. than you will be to each other. Mm. And that does happen sometimes. You know, you would meet someone for the first time and just, like, brush them off. Mm. But the person you live with and you've created a life with, you've irritated each other. So you actually can be quite mean. And then in that same, like, within that hour, mm. you see mm. someone else and you're completely different to them. So it's to remember to treat each other like, a, like, like strangers. Like, like you're meeting <laughs> no, no, it's not so like like right, like the, yeah. the
2: niceties of, yeah. Um, yeah, that yeah, you live with, with on your friends as yeah. well. Yeah. Like,
3: That's you, why uh, I say it doesn't sound sexy, but I say I always try to um, treat cat like a flatmate. Like, if I was living with someone uh, as a flatmate, I wouldn't leave a towel in the shower because yeah. that's not what you do with a flatmate. And if you do get into those rhythms with your partner, then it's very disrespectful.
2: Are you a bit concerned, though, when we live with him next week if he's going to treat her like flatmates? Like, what do we have to do? <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm, I'm interested to find out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but we, we want to hear from people that are in a marriage that is is not working because we want to have the possibility to try and help people mm. and do a bit of a save my marriage, I guess. You know, get you guys together and see whether you can get the love back mm. or the misunderstandings, maybe eliminate those. So you can remain anonymous, mm. but 131060 if this is ringing true to you. Yeah, we we want
1: to pay for the, for the counsellors. We want to do stuff for you guys. Like we want to, you know, you might be someone who's thinking, I haven't been out alone with my partner in two years, mm. you know, and that's one of the reasons sometimes why it's not working. We'll mm. pay for all of that. We want to cover it. What we hope for you is that at the end of this experience that the two of you can come together and say, yep, we can make this work. We're going to stick it out. Yep. And it's quite brave for people to first put their hand up and say, actually, we're struggling. Mm. Um, Because, I mean, I've used my little anecdote there, but Esther and I, we've had times where we've said to each other, I don't know. Mm. You know, it's not It's not easy to admit that. Yeah,
2: especially when you go, oh, but we love each other. It should be enough. And it's like, no, because then it all comes into people are different to live with. Exactly. stresses of life. Mm. And even I know what I'm like. <laughs> oh, That's, we know, you know what you're like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anonymous, number one, thank you so much for calling this morning. What's your story?
6: Um, my story is uh, my wife and I have been married for 21 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we separated probably five years ago, uh, but we still live together. Right. So we've got kids. Um, we started counselling. Uh, we just never could afford it or find the time. Yeah. Mm. And... Um,
2: you still care for each other?
6: Yes. Yeah. Mm.
1: Do, do you remember at what point, um, wh- wh- like what, where it all started, like what it was that's made you to sort of drift away?
6: Um... Probably just work. Um, she was a shift worker, so worked most nights and weekends. Yeah. yeah um, so I we don't... just never really got that time together. Mm, yeah. Um, I think that was probably one of our biggest issues. Um, and then once we separated and we sort of got back together and were living together, it was um, family. Um, just acceptance um, because we went through a breakup. Um Probably about three months later, we ended up getting back together. Mm -hmm. And then a year after, we sort of moved back in for financial reasons and um, for the kids as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But we both still love each other, and um, we've just never had the opportunity to find that spark again. Yeah. Mm. do You do sound like like
2: you really, really do still love her.
6: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to start from
3: as well. And it, it's, if, if you've already tried and it was just time that you couldn't get to the counselling, it's a it's a good start. It's a solid mm-hmm. foundation.
1: All right, mate. Hang on there. Uh, anonymous number two. Good
2: morning. Good morning. <laughs> how long have you been married for? Uh,
7: nearly 10 years.
2: Okay. And yeah. how, how many years out of that has it just not been working for?
7: Probably a few of them. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I recently... Just packed the bag and walked out because I couldn't cope with it anymore.
2: Okay.
7: Um,
1: Just uh, Lots of arguing was there?
7: Um, I don't think we argue enough. I'd keep my mouth shut. Uh, Yeah. Do you think? Um,
8: Do you you think you'd
7: be open to? Yeah. He's recently agreed to counselling, but now there's a few months wait before we can get an appointment.
3: Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes yes. it the other and thing, isn't it? So
2: many people are finding that because mm. of COVID. Mm. There are so, and that's just not for for counselling, but also just for people that are oh, suffering with anxiety health. and mental health. Mm. There's a big wait list.
1: Uh, all right, well, the the whole idea of with this was Save My Marriage is we've got someone lined up. We're going to help you people. Um, we any, booked
2: in advance. Yeah, yeah we're all sorted <laughs> out.
1: Going to help people get into counselling, get moving so they don't have to wait months on end. Um, anonymous number three. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much for, for calling up this morning. What's your oh, story?
9: Uh, no problems. Um, so I've been married to my wife 21 years, same as caller number one. Uh, we separated uh, about two years ago and I moved out of the house. Uh, we've kind of um, been dating for the past year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're rekindling the romance and trying to... But, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to, uh, one, get access to the, the psychology side of it for the uh, counselling mm. because um, the availability is just not there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and then finding the time, too, because I work. My work sometimes sends me away and whatnot, uh, and she's just a new business starter. Um, main reason for the business starter is because, in our relationship, she kind of lost her identity. Mm. Yeah, um, right. It's a big thing.
2: Has it been? Has there been real moments of happiness though? Like going back when you say we've been dating each other. Yep. Do you still go, yeah, oh, yep, there's still that spark there?
9: Um, well, there's still uncertainty because uh, it's like, do we uh, keep going? Yeah. Um, or not? Um, it's, yeah, like we are really we're one committed to our kids that's for sure mm. um, and no matter what um we are there for them mm. um but we are still trying to work on ourselves and it's kind of it's really hard to do that we we talk regularly um i think i'm uh, doing a temporary living there at the moment so um just to see how we go living back together again mm. um but yeah it's, it's different
4: yeah
1: well uh thank you so much for calling man i'm I'm proud of you for putting your hand up it's a big thing to do that and come on the radio and speak about it um so we're going to pop you back on hold we'll hand you back over to the producers um we'll get this underway we'll Mm -hmm. we'll work with everyone we're going to get counsellors involved and we're going to see if we can help uh help people reconnect their marriages and if there's
2: people as well that uh, didn't want to get involved or call up completely understand but you're going to be able to get something through the the process as well
3: Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: if you sort of go counselling, the counsellors are going to be open and honest with the steps that you need to take so you can do it yourself.
4: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Flamboyant doctor and businessman Jeffrey Eddleston died late yesterday in Melbourne. The former owner of the Sydney
2: Swans was known as much for his business dealings as he was for his love life.
1: Yeah, the news broke uh, a couple of days ago. And he's sort of the guy Jeffrey Edelston that you never hear about him, and then bang, he's marrying some young woman, and then he's everywhere, and then he goes away, and then and now he's passed away. Everyone is interested in discussing his life and, and the stuff he got up to.
2: Well, he knows how to make headlines, and that wedding was absolutely huge. But the rumor out today is that he has prepaid celebrities to mourn at his funeral.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't realize. Well, I didn't remember, friend and yep, Jason Alexander yeah. yeah so the nanny and George Costanza yeah. went to the wedding he pretended like he was friends with them but George Costanza actually said no I only met him on the day no one <laughs>
2: pretended like they were friends they knew that they were just paid and, like, he knew that he was just paying them. He just wanted Jewish people there, he said. <laughs> How much did he pay him, though? Because George Costanza wouldn't be cheap.
1: No.
3: No, it'd be over 10 grand, I reckon. But- oh, no, even oh. more
2: than that. He's a multi-multi... Well, I multi <laughs> multi <multi-multi-multi-million. laughs>
1: I reckon he would want, in the hundreds of thousands... You reckon? ...to fly all the way to Australia mm. and do that. Mm. Now, one person I know who was there, mm. and he told me about it when we worked together, um, he was at the wedding, and I'm wondering... If he's one of the prepaid celebrities to go to the funeral, Uh, we're talking about Dave Hughes. You can hear him in the afternoons from six on Hughesy and Naren. Mate, how much are you getting to go to this funeral?
10: This is an extraordinary claim, guys. Um, I'm here to tell you I have not got the offer of the funeral. I'm not attending a funeral. Okay. no, not not that I wouldn't attend it uh, like I not, not that I needed money to attend a funeral. I would not. I don't need no. money to attend. A Does funeral. that mean no, you I'm didn't
2: not. pass the audition for the crying ability? Like <laughs> it
10: seems no. like you you didn't get the role. Do you want to give us a go? Like how would you cry? No, I can't. No, I wouldn't. I See, would that's why you didn't get it. I would smile because it happened. I wouldn't cry because it's brilliant, over. Brilliant, brilliant <laughs> music. So, yeah, I'd be yeah, that guy going, yeah. what a life, what a life Jeffrey lived. And I was at his wedding, So, and it was a spectacular event. I had never met him, but I got the offer to go to the wedding, and uh, and I went. How I did mean, you get so the invite?
1: Like, if you'd never met Jeffrey before, you know, he, he's well-known in Australia. You're the biggest comedian in the country. Did he just well, post it to different. post it to your yeah, house? To the or? radio,
10: it was a radio station, I think. He, uh. he posted the radio station, so yeah. And I just we took up the offer. It's um, yeah, why you wouldn't know, you? Well, Jason Alexander and Fran Drescher were going to be there, mm. so yeah, and we were like we were front row as well. So I was I was I was a bit hectic how close we were to the actual ceremony, but it was yeah, it was. Uh, it was ringside viewing, and I tell you, Bryn Eddleston did not look happy at all during the ceremony.
3: <laughs> Maybe they're... she'll look happy at the funeral.
2: Oh, I wonder if she'll go, actually. It's an interesting point. If but... she
3: gets paid, she oh. will. <laughs>
2: oh. but people like Margot Robbie attended. There were so many people that didn't know them. Did you look around and go, have you ever met him? No, nah, I've never met him either. Oh, this is a strange event, but let's go for it. Like on your table, yes. who else was there? Yeah,
10: well, I mean, there's everyone, no one knew him. Like right? mm. No one. Yeah, he'd not have – he had a stack of celebrities there and all were just there for the – just to see what was going to happen. So, um, yeah, there was absolutely no – there was no uh, connection between me and Jeffrey. although he did ring me once and say, stop uh, mocking me. So he's probably looking down now going, why are you still mocking me? (laughs) Was that after the wedding? I think it might have been. I don't say there was one – it was very odd because he would do things like marry women who were like you know twenty years old and 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 wearing no clothes, and then he was really shy at the same time. It was really strange uh, contradiction of him being a shy, softly spoken man and this ridiculous lifestyle which he just kept at. Like with after Brenny had Gabby uh, Gecko mm, Rico, mm, she's she yeah. she was absolutely insane as well, wasn't she? Yeah. So, Yeah, so, yeah, it's strange. What did you give as a wedding present? Um, We probably got something from the radio station and, and gave it to him, I don't know, maybe some T-shirts or something. It no, <laughs> sounds I like you didn't a, get anything. <laughs> no, I think it was a charity thing. I think he had oh, a lot yeah. of money. For, I believe so. I can't remember. It
1: was just. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's been the source of a lot of laughs for a lot of people. And, and his life, actually, when you break it down, it's brought a lot of enjoyment to people yeah, because yeah. he's a very, as you said, eccentric kind of guy. Um. But it's interesting that you said he's also very shy at the same time like he gives himself was wanted all of this attention but then also was funny about it.
10: Yeah, it was really it was really yeah he was a, he was a complex character there's no doubt about it so um yeah, I mean, there's not much more we can say, is there, about <laughs> Jeffrey?
5: <laughs> he
2: changed the medical world, didn't he? Was he the one that sort of helped with allied uh, medic medicine and did all the bulk billing? No one remembers any of that. On, no, I'm trying yeah, to do but something then he also,
10: nice. He also, you know, uh, paid the hitman to assault one of his clients. Sure. So, uh, yeah, okay. Peaks right. and
3: troughs. Peaks and troughs. At least the clients would get good medical care after he got the hit. <laughs>
1: <That's> right. <laughs> if you were going to have a guess as to who the celebrities are that have been prepaid to come come to the funeral, who do you reckon they are?
10: Just someone from Married at First Sight, I reckon. <laughs> you know, Kyle. You know Kyle Sandler. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Kyle right? will be there. Yeah. not going to turn up. turn <laughs> up. <laughs> no. I reckon who they'd have to would need the be- money? Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. the money?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Who needs the money badly? And I mean, it's probably been ruined for him because a lot of them can't get over here because of COVID. So he might have forked all that cash out.
10: Did you pay for that? For you? Does funeral insurance cover that? Mourners as
1: well.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, just uh, on this policy, I'd like to put Chris Hemsworth down for his talent fee. Thanks, uh, mate. Great to talk to you this morning. We'll hear you uh, this evening from six o'clock.
10: Good on you, legend.
1: Stav, Abby,
4: and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five.
1: Alpha box for ten thousand dollars. We're going to play tomorrow morning eight a.m. Here are your answers: American
3: Pie and ASOS.
4: Stav, Abby, and Matt for breakfast. B one
6: hundred and five. Now, do we have a listener? Is there anybody out
2: there who has died and come back to life? Obviously, because we want them to call us. So mm. 13, 10, 60, Because this comes about the most extraordinary um, scene on the weekend. If you love football, soccer, whichever one mm. you want to say.
5: Soccer. Uh,
2: soccer, okay. Well, <laughs> Denmark's um, player... Uh, absolutely collapsed to the ground uh christian ericsson and they all had to go around him i don't know if you've seen the footage i would say probably don't watch it it's mm. really traumatic and nobody knew at the time when they were watching it what was going on they started to give him chest compressions mm. and realized that he had actually passed away this is a bit of the commentary not even knowing what's going on at first
9: oh, goodness he's gone down there Eriksson that's worrying oh my dear this is really worrying. Anthony Taylor's reaction was immediate. This does look serious. Christian Eriksen in some distress. Deeply disturbing. And we're all praying for him.
2: There Ooh. are his fellow players who are crying, um, praying, and then the reports come out that he had passed away for 10 minutes. So was it a heart attack yeah, that he had? Cardiac so, arrest, completely collapsed.
1: Because I've only seen the footage where it kind of looks like he's going for the ball and then he just falls forward and is and just on the it. ground
2: and because no one knew what on they did it they did a close-up and you could see that he, his face yeah and the bbc's were, copying a bit of flack well yeah i mm. guess they didn't realize but even i was like no that was too traumatic to, mm. to to be able to watch but you hear those reports and i always wonder do you realize does it just feel like you've gone to sleep
1: mm. do you see a light you know how in the movies I always say i saw the light mm-hmm. and that kind of thing some people see the tunnel
3: yeah, yeah.
2: or do they think they have Yeah, because I I would just, I would just recall a movie.
3: Some people see themselves and they're floating away and that kind of thing.
2: What's your, what's the limit that you can,
3: Uh, like time limit? uh, That varies, but um, yeah, but it's, it's pretty much as soon as your brain is starved of oxygen, that's for too long, then either. But then if people
2: start pumping it and it's pumping for you, then they can still oxygenate it, right? Mm, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you're technically technically getting oxygen in your brain if they're,
3: if pumping, pumping blood it.
1: around your around your body, yeah, and
3: mouth to mouth as well, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, you, you hear those stories of people who are like, "Yeah, like I died for an hour. Mm. Like, would they do they resuscitate for an hour straight?"
2: Okay, so if there's a paramedic also <laughs> listening to this, we will <laughs> like uh, we'll take your this. calls because yeah, we have no idea. I don't know. I mean, it's so he's such a fit man mm. and so young to have a cardiac arrest. Mm. It mm. seems that it's happening more common, I guess. In
3: it, it seems to be a thing with soccer players. There's been about two in the last few years They're that have so just fit. collapsed on, on the ground. And it's always heart-related. Yeah. It's out of a broken heart. 131060. Mm. Phones are open. Did you die
1: and then come back to life? We want to know what did you see? How did it happen? All right. Connor and Cooper Roo, what's your story? Hey, guys. How we
8: doing? We're good. Uh, so, my little story happens when I was 15. Mm-hmm. I was uh, doing rugby. So, not quite the whole soccer thing, but mm-hmm. um, I collapsed and I had like a mini seizure thing, and my coach gave me CPR. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you guys are describing was like a, a heart condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, uh-huh. which is essentially the expansion of the heart muscles, which doesn't let oxygen get to the brain, and that's. One of the things that causes the cardiac arrest. Right. And the heart condition I might have is CPVT, which is a form of ventricular tachycardia. God, they love their big words when it comes to heart stuff, don't they? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So how, how long had you passed away for?
8: I think it must have been like 15 minutes or something like that. But with all the... Like the drugs and medication that were put into me. I was in like a medically induced coma for like four days.
3: Wow.
8: And do, do you yeah.
1: see stuff when you're d- like technically dead? I'm sorry to burst that bubble, but I did uh, not.
8: No, <laughs> right. It's okay. We're
2: What about dreams when you're in an induced coma? Do you remember anything
8: there? I remember them being real wacky. They were like... A little bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Well. I can't remember details or anything like that, but mm. that was just yeah. He's still dreaming Amazing. of Amazing. Right. Okay. Uh, That's really
1: cool. Okay, William and Jim Boomba. Um a lot of people are calling for this. You you died and, and were brought back to life?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was out for about three three or four minutes.
3: Right. And what about you? Did you have any um after life experience?
9: The only thing I can remember from that is seeing the brightest, whitest light I've ever seen. Right. The colour I couldn't even describe on the spectrum.
2: Now, were you... I mean, that, you were in hospital. That wasn't hospital lights, was it, William?
5: No. No, OK. Just, yeah, yeah,
2: no. Just, so, and was so
1: it... Not
9: taking you the, that away from
5: you.
2: <laughs> was it the same
1: thing, like a heart attack or something?
9: Uh, it was heart
1: failure. Right. OK, right.
9: So, that, yeah, the heart was about, God do Five or six times its size, and decide
3: to stop. So, what is that sort of when you when you're told that you've died and you've come back? Does that does that change you in any way?
9: It's changed my life completely. Yeah, right.
3: Yeah. In what Absolutely.
2: ways, William? Completely. Just not taking things for granted or change your lifestyle?
9: Yeah, yeah. It changed my lifestyle completely. I don't take anything for granted. Every day's a an extra. Yeah. Basically. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess the small things that would bother you before that experience, then you would be like, why, you know, I could I could die any minute now. Well, you yeah. literally Which have a true. second
2: chance. Yeah. Hmm. So
1: why let things bother you? Um, hi, Michelle. Hi. What's your story?
7: Um, well, my daughter and I both died. Okay. Um, so I was 12, and my appendix had been birthed for three days and they didn't realise. So when they went in to operate, there was just the poison everywhere and my heart stopped for five minutes. Um, And I do remember seeing a really bright light. That's the only thing I can remember. Mm. Um, Then when my daughter was 13, so three years ago, she literally dropped dead in a shopping centre. Wow. Um, there was no warning, we had absolutely no idea at the time that there was something wrong with her heart, mm-hmm. um, so she was down for about 10 minutes for the first time, and then on the way to the hospital, her heart stopped three more times.
3: that must have been terrifying.
7: Wow. Oh, it was the worst day of my whole entire oh, life. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, so it was horrible, but she lost a week before with her memory and a week after, so she was in a mm-hmm. coma for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still can't remember anything sort of from the week after. And so, yes, it was terrible.
3: What a very odd mother-daughter connection to have, isn't it?
7: I know, I know. Well, it's it's now found out that we've got the same heart condition, but it was undiagnosed before then. So I think a lot of the, you know, when the sports people literally drop dead, they've got something called long QT syndrome, Mm. which is very sort of common, but, It's undiagnosed. It's really hard to diagnose unless you actually go for the facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am.
1: Now, Rebecca, you've been through this as well uh, when you were 19.
7: Yes, I um, died after giving birth to my first son. Wow. What happened? So um, I I lost too much blood and then my heart stopped. Uh, I was uh, clinically dead for eight minutes. Mm. But I didn't see any white light or any of that stuff. I actually thought I was dreaming, and I didn't even know I died till I woke up.
2: <laughs> right. What oh, you, right. What do you mean you were dreaming? Do you remember anything from the so-called dream, even though it was really you passing away?
7: It was like flashbacks of my life. That was it. Mm. Ooh, like just the good? Did they like just show you the good stuff? stuff? Yeah, it was just like special moments and all the, the the big memories I had of my life. That was it.
2: Right. I mean that's that's a good flashback though, isn't it? Like,
7: well I think that
3: in
1: a flashback. In the movies, when you see the flashbacks, they're only the good times. They never show you like the, the bad times. Or the, ones, the do boring
2: they? times. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah it's yeah. never just you sitting on a couch binging Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eight <laughs>
7: minutes is a long time, Beck. It was, yeah. And it didn't change my life much, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was too young I was too young for anything to change much. <laughs> yeah, right. That's
5: oh.
1: fine.
4: Everyone's experience is <laughs> different, Beck. <Good> <laughs> <on> <laughs> you. Odyssey. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. So, my uh, friend
2: from school, since we graduated, we have been saying that we want to do a retreat. With each other, mm. so many, many, many years. We've always said we want to go away and do some sort of retreat and get to know ourselves and do yoga and, and, to, your and your
1: mind, to your body, and your mind, in your soul, to your chakras. Yeah, did you do lots of this? That's offensive. Do you do no, all that that's stuff? That's so offensive, isn't it?
2: <laughs> How was that no. offensive? It's not. It's, it's nothing you do, like that. You
1: meditate and go. No. Blah, blah, blah,
2: blah, blah. <laughs> I've done one of those. What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh my god, you'd be the worst to go in. <laughs> no, but we finally got uh, to go to Byron Bay, <laughs> which mm. is. Is hippieville? Yes. Let's tis. be honest. Mm. It was awesome. Mm. We did feel a little bit out of place, like when we first sat down. My friend was like, "Oh my god, can you t- tell the birds to stop t- tweeting? Because this is just this is this is quite weird for me." Right. She lives in Sydney, um. right near the city. So she, it was,
3: she's used to junkies yelling at each well, other. It was just
2: too quiet. We're both sort of sitting there. We're like, Ugh.
3: "How much did you pay? Did they actually ask the birds to stop tweeting?"
2: But we we did uh, like yoga each morning, mm-hmm. um, and we, we love yoga. We did Pilates classes, but we were we were like we're. Gonna to say yes to anything that they've got going on and they've got different ceremonies that are happening. And she's like, we're going on this one. And I was like, what? Is it a chocolate one? She's like, no, it's cacao. And I was like, is that how you say it? Cacao? Or she says... Cacao? Cacao. Well, mm. I think it's cacao. I don't know. I kept going, cacao, cacao. And she was like, if you're not going to take this seriously, you have to wait outside. And I that's, was like, that's that's no, I'm definitely going to go. made
3: of, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like a base ingredient. But yeah it's
2: supposed to be the healing, um, um, the healing power of Mother Earth. And like 5,000 years ago, they have determined that in the Amazon, they do these ceremonies because mm. it's so sacred. Uh. And, you know, 3,000 years ago, they determined that they do still in South Central America. hmm so I was like, we should do them. So we went there and um, I, was, I was trying to get into it. My friend was a little bit better than all I was. But you lay down and you have this like, uh, it's like chocolate, but it's a bit bitter. Mm. So it's not really. It's not chocolate. Cadbury. No, it's cacao. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Couldn't stop it. Uh, so you, she's like, you can drink it whenever you want. So you lay down, you like shut your eyes, and you get quite centered. And she's like, whenever you feel like you need to, like yeah. you can scull it or you can sip it throughout. So guess which one I did? Scull, yeah, of course. So I sculled and stuff. Shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I laid down, and there was the beating drum, and then she'd take you through these all this different ceremony of the dragon, and, and there were a few different. Different animals, but you know what really it threw me, right? Because the lady next to me. Mm. I know it's not. It's supposed to be about you. You're not supposed to compare yourself, but she was like, "I'm sorry, excuse me. Has this got any caffeine in it?" And she's like, N- "No, it, no. I mean, obviously, cacao can be a stimulant, mm. but no. She's because like, I just do not have any caffeine. She's like, "No worries. Just, I need. I want to be able to sleep tonight." Caffeine like, no
1: goes right through some people, and you know, you know, when you have that first coffee for the morning, you're like, oh, mm. gotta go." Mm.
2: So two minutes in, mm. right? and I know it's different for everyone and I should be on my own journey and I should be listening to the beating drum and the dragon flying and all this. But. <laughs> and I was like, lady, you could have had a bit of caffeine. <laughs>
5: that was, she, so wow. she fell asleep.
2: Two seconds in. And that's what the lady was saying. She was like, you know, some people fall asleep and that's fine because on a subconscious level, you're really feeling it. But I was like, well, no, you're just distracting me from my good girl, good
1: Do you think she was legitimately asleep, though? Or, well, you know, those people who want to be the one who's so intimate and so, so into centered yeah. that they're
2: like, yeah. nah, man, like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm, yeah, pr- I'm practically dead.
3: Um, what happened? Uh, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was yeah. definitely oh, out yeah,
2: because her, her daughter was next to her and was trying to, like, hit her. And you could see oh. the teacher going, no, please. She's on her own journey. But mm-hmm. there was a lady, like, that was. Loudly yawning to do what you're doing, like,
8: uh, oh, 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 I so it. oh, my
3: chakras, yeah. Oh.
2: And then after she's like, you know, it's going to take a few days for you to feel connected to the mother earth. And when you start feeling tired, you'll really feel like the ceremony is complete. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm sure that I didn't get into it as much. And then no, you turn just around. sat there
3: judging everybody else in the class, yeah.
2: It was my journey, Steph. <laughs> and then I turned around, and my friends like hugging the teacher and they're rocking. I was like, oh, oh
1: my god. What's. Yeah. Are you sure there wasn't something else in there? No. Isn't What's that one you go on where it's meant well, to be like a three day sort of trip peyote. or something?
3: What's that? Mm, it's a, a, from a cactus in Mexico.
2: Oh, we should do that one.
3: Yeah. No, I've seen it on 60 Minutes. Is it not good? It looks pretty scary. It's uh, very much. It's like um, acid. It's like you'll hallucinate oh, your okay, scene. Yeah. Is it illegal? Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay, no, no I
1: think it's legal over yeah. there. Yeah. But illegal if you were doing it at Byron, but no. Mm, but it takes you on a trip, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'll no. stick to the cacao or cocoa. Like Do, you, chocolate. Do you feel like you've found your centre yet?
2: I'm still looking.
1: Um, Is it a rich, gooey centre?
2: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I did go to Byron
4: after and I was like, oh, there's a cacao smoothie, I should get that. My friend's like, oh, I don't think it won't be. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As
6: another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt, take a moment to reflect.
2: A lot of people might not realise that uh, Triple M, mm. Competitor, He's also in the same building, and we share a kitchen. We don't like it, but we have to. <laughs> and Mardo is from Triple M. Mm. And seeing him in the kitchen is like looking into my future of what my husband's going to be like. Um, and, look, he uh, he a com- said a comment that sort of stuck with me because uh, he was overhearing a conversation of someone saying, Abby, you've got a nice dress. And I said, oh, well, it was actually an old maternity wear, you know, just recycling it, why not? And he goes, God, everyone's pregnant here. And I stopped and I looked at him and I said, Marto, I'm not pregnant. And he goes, really? I thought you were. Huh. Uh, and he goes, abby is. And I said, no, there's two Abbey's here you might want to check. He didn't apologise, he just walked off. Marto, 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 thanks. But no thanks. <laughs>
3: What's that face about, Steph? What's that? What's that face about? Nothing.
2: I'm used to dealing with Marto and anything you say was not going to offend
3: me. Oh,
2: anything. Uh, it's just like, know which person it is, you know, oh, you before be... you dive in. It's just always what my husband would do as well. You can be in the hey, middle of child labour and I'd be like, are you pregnant? <laughs> I had to have a chat to him because he said to one of our friends, oh my God, good on you, you've just had a baby and you guys are pregnant again. And I said, mate, can <laughs> I see you over here? She goes, no, I'll, I'll sort him out, Abby. It'd be like two months since she gave birth. Was she pregnant? No, of course
1: she wasn't. Oh, right, okay. She was just, yeah. <laughs> she was just what?
2: She was just getting over the pregnancy. No. Your stomach should stay like that for a while.
1: I've made a mistake because mm. in our house, my wife has stepped up at work. She's uh, the national manager of her company and I'm very proud of her. Boss lady. She's worked her ass off. But she's working full-time now, and I've taken on a few more duties. But um, she's developed a man's attitude, and I said that to her. I said, you've got a real man's attitude. Sometimes, you know, she'll have little swipes at me about things that I've done around the house and that.
2: Is that a man's attitude, is it?
1: <laughs> and, that, and therein lies Isn't the that issue. Isn't that just an
2: attitude of someone who's just working their butt off? Also, a man's attitude is a good attitude. Well, I don't really think it's man oh, versus thank you, attitude. Abby.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say it. No, oh, you didn't say it.
3: Oh, thanks for uh, that. Okay, mm. thank
2: you. <laughs> yeah,
3: sorry. <laughs> mm. Now, we all know me. We all know I'm not the most sporty guy in the class. Didn't play much sport growing up. To be fair, I couldn't hit the barn with a banjo. But when I take Gus for a walk, I throw the ball for it. And there is a tree that's in the middle of the path that's probably no thicker than your arm. It's a tall tree, though, but it's very thin. Mm. And if you ask me to hit it with the ball, <laughs> 99 times out of 100, I couldn't do it. But when I throw the ball with Gussie, Nine times out of ten, I'm taking out middle stump, and that ball is pinging off into the forest or halfway down the street. That's how Warnie did it?
1: <laughs> he used to aim for the right.
3: Oh really? <laughs> so now I should, should I aim for the right. <laughs> a- i aim. To, should I aim for the tree? Yeah, aim for the tree. I'll aim for the oh. tree. Aim for the tree. Thanks for nothing. Brisbane wakes up with staff
5: Abbey and Matt on the 105.